0: Welcome back. I'm here with Senna, and we're talking all things Disney and hyper reality. So, in case you missed the first part, Senna is simultaneously a Disney park. Well, I don't know if you're a lover, but you've yeah. been to one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's more I've been than to I two. can say.
0: <laughs> two. Um, but you're also a skeptic. Um, and this confused Senna as much as it did me, so she wrote a paper about it. Um, so, in part one, I brought her on to rack her brain about Disney and hyperreality and how the parks create this hyperreality, but in this part, we're just going to talk about fun things, um, i.e. crazy stories that I dug up from Reddit. Um, Okay, so here are behind-the-scenes stories from Disney. These were all prompted by someone asking, current employees, please share the craziest things that you've seen happen in a Disney park. These are hilarious and horrifying at the same time. Okay, number one, (laughs) I don't even know if I can read them. (gasps) I was working in the kitchen (laughs) at cinderella's castle when this family of four came in for dinner about halfway through dinner the husband politely stands up and taps his glass for attention he announced that his wife of 15 years had been cheating on him for over a year the entire place stood still in shock he motioned for his kids paid the waitress and left his crying wife at the table
1: (laughs) This sounds like a movie
0: (laughs) It sounds like he definitely, he definitely had to like plan that. Like I bet you all year he was like, I'm going to do it at Disney. Like I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to ruin the Disney trip. For sure. It was, it do was. Do you think
1: people clapped?
0: I hope. I would have. But it was definitely pre-motivated. Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. Or meditate.
1: pre <laughs> motivated And motivated. <laughs>
0: and motivated. <laughs> I love it. it. Like it's a terrible, awful thing, but like to do it that way
1: had like a
0: flight ready for her the next day. Like... <laughs> Those poor children. Yeah, that's the only thing. So there's an example of someone not
1: <laughs> complying yeah, uh, with to the hyper reality
0: <laughs> of Disney. Uh, okay, Disneyland, 1997. <laughs> a family attacked a Pluto, pushed her into the fountain. <laughs> I didn't actually see the attack but just got to deal with the aftermath backstage 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 later pluto told me that the family was mad that she had to take her break after they waited to get a picture i think pluto either broke her arm or her leg i can't remember the family was arrested Poor Pluto. <laughs> yeah, that's intense. I love how even here, like, Pluto doesn't have a name. It's just Pluto. That's the other thing that I heard was that even if you've played a Disney character, um, you always have to refer to them as your friend. So it's like, this one time my friend
1: Belle was doing this, and even if it was like you.
0: You were Belle, and you would have to say my See, friend That's Belle. Yeah. wild. That's too culty. Yeah.
1: It's, like, nuts. You're never supposed to, like, break the match.
0: So if you get home at the end of the day and you've been Belle all day, you have to say to like your partner, like, "Oh, today Belle
1: at the my, castle, <laughs> yeah, not like your friend to go at work." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so. And weird. I I remember also reading in one of the Disney books uh, that I was using for my paper that some cast members would say that they would come home or like yeah like finish their shift and they'd just be smiling at everyone because they wouldn't be able to break character and people would be like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> Because, it, like, would it be normal to smile that much? And that they actually had to, like, it took a while to, like, come out of that character.
0: It hurts to smile that much. This this br- I get it, though, because this brings me back to my days when I was a server. And for those who haven't worked in restaurants, if you turn a corner in a restaurant, you have to yell, corner! Because they don't want you to crash into someone holding, like, a scalding hot bowl. Um and so i was working at restaurants so often that i couldn't like iron it out of myself and so i'd be walking like around york university and i would turn the corner and yell corner and i'd like look all around me and be like did anyone see me do that
1: it was terrible i did that too we would say behind so yeah. if I was behi- behind i do it too and it freaks people out but it's smart it is really it's safe. smart
0: it's very safe Okay, this is another good one. In one of our classes, they explained how the characters have to have leads with them at all times. Since Goofy was stabbed by a man who had been arguing with another adult about whether Goofy was a person in a costume or a real six-foot dog in a hat. They also showed us how to pose for photos. Both hands had to be visible in all photos, so the guests can't use the photos as evidence that the characters were touching their butts.
1: I hate that this has to be a thing.
0: Huh. That's just too much of a like level of self-awareness. I should check my photos with Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, you should. should just like... Uh. Anyways, I'll link um, some of the articles and threads where I found these stories in the show notes in case you want to read all of them. They're pretty hilarious and terrifying. So, Senna, do you think you'll ever go back to a park?
1: I don't think so. I think I'm too nervous about being like a Debbie Downer. <laughs> I, I admit I'm curious about... It's funny. I, I, I'm curious about like Harry Potter, like the Wizarding World, because I've gotten like into Harry Potter again. But but for Disney, I, I think I still have a tumultuous relationship with Disney. So I don't I don't know if I'd be able to to go back there.
0: I feel the same way. Well I've never been, but there is a tiny little bit of me bit of me, especially like having had this conversation with you and I've had similar conversations with other people who recognize like the problematic element of the park but are also like it's really an experience. So there's like a curious part of me that wants to go in and just see what I think of it.
1: If that makes sense. I would argue that you already have by going to Vegas <laughs> with me. Vegas is the adult Disney. <laughs> but that's what people said about it. And I would actually and I don't think it's even better. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah, true. it was that's probably the closest feeling if you don't end up going to Disney. I would say Vegas is very close to it. It's that same feeling of like just pure happiness. I wouldn't say it's safer, but it definitely... Safer than Vegas? <laughs> unless you're
0: Pluto. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, and this sounds... This is such a terrible thing to say, but I don't want to go to somewhere that's that safe.
1: It weirds me out. I know what you mean. It's, it's too sanitized. I don't know. I It feels fake. And yeah. also like... Nowhere can be completely happy or completely safe. Like, we keep saying that, but, you know. It's... Yeah. And also then, like, I'm sure pickpocketing happens all the time there still. Because people probably. probably think that they can just do it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. so
0: true. Um, with that said, if the opportunity ever arose, I don't think I will ever make a concerted effort to go mm-hmm. But if the opportunity were to ever arise, like, like for example, my partner's family has a property in Florida, which is really close to Disney. Mm-hmm. So if we were there and we were super, 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 super bored and had like a couple hundred dollars to blow, which will probably be never, we would maybe go. Because then I would be interested in like going in and just analyzing it. But I don't know that I would enjoy it.
1: <laughs> well, well, maybe uh, Disney can sponsor you to change your mind. Oh.
0: Oh. <laughs> After we oh yeah i've already plugged like i, I want to go on a yoga retreat just to see what how i feel yeah. about a yoga change retreat. my mind about disney <laughs> walt <laughs> i'm like the anti-influencer apparently <laughs> okay tell us a fun travel story it doesn't have to be disney i don't think you have any from disney We should talk about Vegas, because that's where we've been
1: together. (laughs) Well, something that instantly comes to mind was when it was, um, we were there during um, the 4th of July. So we were very excited to see like epic Vegas 4th of July fireworks. But we also, I think we were like, we were in our hotel because we were being really lazy that night. I think we were resting before going out. But I remember we were in our pajamas. (laughs) And, and I remember just being like, wait, it's, it's nighttime. Like we should go look out a window to go see the fireworks and our hotel, which was at the golden nugget shout outs, Ooh, love the golden nugget sponsor us. <laughs> I remember our hotel had a beautiful view of a parking garage. Yeah. So we could not see the sky. No. Um, so we were like, okay, let's, let's go out, you know, and run out and look like, you know, near the elevators room. or something. <laughs> yeah. We, we leave and we have our room keys. Well, you had your room.
0: Yes. You had your room key. Did I? No, I didn't. I didn't have my room key no, or my did, phone. we did it didn't work. Oh,
1: I think. Oh,
0: wait, We did. had one room key between us. Yeah. That's all I remember. And we didn't have phones. <laughs> very key. Or so- shoes.
1: <laughs> but also very key. So we were right out of our room and we're like, oh, we can hear them. Like, it became very like, the fireworks are here, but we're missing them. So we were like running around just trying to like find windows. Um, <laughs> we did not see any fireworks. Like, they stopped. Um, and then we're like, oh, okay, whatever. Let's go back to our room. And then Erin tries her key, and it's just not working. And we we're like, what? Like, Erin, come on. What would you do? And you're like, I don't know. And then you're just trying it again. We we're like, Erin, like, what is this? And then we were like, okay, well, Joy, do you have your key? She's like, no. <laughs> and I didn't have mine. So we we're like, ah! And we didn't have her phone so that we, I think, did you use the phone that was like outside the elevator?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we found an elevator phone and the guy on the phone was being really difficult and he was like, you have to come downstairs. And I don't know what happened, but we got like really flustered and you guys started like running downstairs to the front desk and I was like trailing behind you. And for some reason, at some point was like, oh, I'm not down. Like it was really far to the front desk and I was tired. So I was like, Mm-mm. and we had and no I, shoes, no shoes. <laughs> so I went back to the hotel room and sat down outside of it and like tried to nap. And then you guys didn't realize that I wasn't with you. I don't remember
1: what happened after that. And I then you showed guy, up like an hour later with a guy. <laughs> with a guy. And then we had to, the moment he opened the door for us, we had to show like our passports. And like we had to show ID. I remember yeah. the moment he opened it. It
0: was so intense. It
1: was, we had no shit Like the
0: hoops we had to jump through to get back into our hotel room. But it made me think like how often they must witness just complete disasters. <laughs> like... I think that we were disasters in Vegas. We were not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were it, such tame We were very disasters. tame
1: Vegas goers. <laughs> that was probably the least of his problems of the night. <laughs> yeah. It was probably pretty 7 early. 7 o'clock. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we wanted to see the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> so pure. <laughs> Until he saw us walk out in our leopard print talks <laughs> going to Magic Mike. <laughs> Um, another great little tidbit from Vegas was when we rented a car, and um, <laughs> we were all wearing tinfoil hats because we were going to drive to the extraterrestrial highway in uh, Nevada somewhere. I don't even know where. Yeah, Area Fifty One. Area Fifty One. And we had rented this car online and we went down to the hotel desk to get the keys in our tinfoil hats. Everyone's staring at us, but we don't care. They give us the keys and we walk out to the garage and Joy like clicks the button and this car lights up and we all stop and look at each other. It's this red Mustang and we're like, did it just be?" (laughs) And you're like no i couldn't have <laughs> and joy like clicks the button again and it's like beeping and we're like no 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 and we walk up to it and we're just screaming because like we, they didn't tell it us it was beautiful
1: it was a beautiful convertible like oh, shiny open. red and when you opened the door there was like a little light that projected a mustang onto the ground yes and then we had to youtube how to put the roof down because <laughs> it was really hard we watched this like guy be like now you gotta pull this lever (laughs) and the roof will pop down like this (laughs) so
0: extra that car I couldn't believe it and like I'm convinced that she gave us that car and didn't tell us because she was like props to the tinfoil hats. I like to hope, yeah, yeah. we
1: had that little extra something.
0: We deserved that car that day. (laughs) It's really terrible but that's one of those moments where I realized like there is like consumerism in me because like that car made me feel so good.
1: You're saying we have big dick energy from the car.
0: (laughs) We were so happy and confident. I understand men now. We have so much power. So much power. (laughs) So with that, Senna, thank you so much for coming on the pod and sharing all your Disney knowledge. Plug us, uh, plug your own projects.
1: Oh, I have a book and it's called How Do I Look? And it's available at Metatron Press. And it's a bunch of really short poems about pop culture. Yeah, they're incredible. Thanks. Buy Senna's book.
0: Listen to me, guys. I'm being very demanding on this podcast so bossy. today. Bossy. <laughs> it's that big dick energy. <laughs> vroom vroom. Um. Okay. So we have some news to share, and that is that this is the end of season one. We're going to be off for the next month, and we'll be back in September for season two, which I promise will be bigger and better than ever. And don't worry, you won't be alpacaless for a month. Um, We have a bit of bonus content that we're going to send your way during our brief hiatus so that you don't forget about the show. So stay tuned. Okay, thank you, Katie, for making us sound so profesh. Um, If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us on Instagram at at alpacamybagspod. We also have a website, which is alpacamybags.ca. Um, now for the spiel. If you like what you're hearing, review us. Um, and please remember to subscribe while you're at it. Reviews really, really help us. Um, even the negative ones. So please leave a review. Um, sadly, you won't be tuning in every other Wednesday until September. I hope you all get to outpack it. out packet it. <laughs> I've said it so many times. I hope you all get to all pack of your bags soon. Until next time, I also hope you get big dick energy. Bye bye. <laughs> See you in season two.